if you are ready to take the hard road, the road less traveled, the path in life where the journey is more important than the destination, then you are in the right place. Prepare to live with vigor. This is the Adventurous Gentleman Podcast. As usual, this episode contains adult language. If you are interested in buying some Maven Optics, you can use the coupon code NBHGIFT at checkout and get some free Maven swag with your order. In this episode, you're going to hear Aaron and I come up with an idea for a photo competition to submit photos. You can do it one of two ways. You can either email it over to adventurousgentleman at gmail.com or you can go ahead and post it on Instagram and tag us in it. Now, to also be qualified for the prize, you must follow the Adventurous Gentleman Instagram account, Aaron Snyder's Instagram account, Faru Cast account, and Frank's, which is Tort Life, I believe. So follow those and then tag us in your hunting photos, which you believe show the most fun part of hunting and remember it cannot be taken on anything higher quality than a camera phone if you have any questions just hit me up on facebook or instagram at adventurous gentleman and good luck i just took the garbage out what happened no gym for you today no i went already on my way back i gassed up the car for my wife and uh took the rest of the trash out the baby's diaper bag and I've been hunting mice so I kind of wait for the Monday morning to see if I if the snap traps got anything and then if they did I uh, then take one last bag of garbage out with the mice in it gotcha well that's cool yeah I mean New I York can't. living what's that New York living Up yeah well you don't have Up mice in Colorado no, we do. Of course we do. It's this time of year. They come in when the cold comes, you know? Yeah, I'm doing overhead shoulder press, and uh, I'm grunting a little, so bear with me. Are you really? Because I saw an article in Outdoor Life that basically said you don't need any fitness to have fun hunting. <laughs> I'm sure you did. This is Outdoor Life we're talking about. Remember, I used to work with them. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did a program with them. What kind of program? It's called Live, uh, the Outdoor Life Live Hunt. Really? Was it any good? You know what? I should, I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> 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 There's a, a very good friend of mine that works there. Um, and uh, and I, he's super cool. And I mean, I'll be very loyal to him. What's up, Frank? I'll be all over that deep forever, but after that, no, not so much. Really? So, well, it was a great learning experience for me. How's that? It sounds like it was a great learning experience. Yeah. So what's, uh, so what's good? How was the weekend? Good. I mean, we did, uh, you know, the norm train for, uh, we did the backpack cardio, shot my bow. Frank went coyote hunting. So how did uh, the bow the bow shooting go? It looks like you've narrowed 
good. You're set up down. Yeah, it was good. I had a, well, I've got one tournament bow that, um, I, uh, I say tournament bow, a 70 pounder that I don't plan on hunting with. And, uh, I, um, got that thing dialed in with the back tension and then, uh, the, uh, got my hunting bow. Just confirmed my hunting bow was on. I swapped up release. Nice. What, what happened? Using? The release I was using was um, Trueball Execute, which is it was a really good release. But you have to click the button to close the jaws, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you're shitting your pants or it's cold, um, sometimes it's hard to close those little jaws on that little D loop. So. I wanted to get a, a hook release um, just so it makes it easier as far as, you know, hooking it on. So I got a Carter RX-1 and uh, just wanted to confirm. And it hit a little bit different than the true ball, so I'm glad I grabbed it. So now you're going to run a Carter this year, or what's the plan? Oh, I don't know. That's just what I got in a hurry. So I don't know what I'll end up running. The gates are wide open. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I've been screwing around with a few different hen style releases. I've shot that true ball HD a shitload. And then uh, uh, Scott Longhorn, I've shot that a bunch. And yesterday I uh, shot a, uh, what the hell am I going to say? Shot a, uh, what's that? An anchor and uh, a shot anchor. And I can't remember a backspin. And uh, I ended up liking the anchor a little bit, so I was just shooting groups with that and the HP, just seeing what was felt the best. But that group, that last group I posted, that was with um, that was with the uh, the the hunting bow. It's there, the target bow, is seventy pounds. How come you're not going to run the 70 pounder? What do you, what pound did you hunt with? 84. Oh, what I is that? So it's too pussy for you. The 70. <laughs> well, like, what I are you going to run a 60? I'm, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, I just, uh, and I'll, sh- I mean, it's not like that 70 is plenty to hunt with. And, uh, you know, there I see uh, broadheads are hitting good with. You know, that same, you know, to, I say target bow. It's a, I just got it set up to where, you know, it's not exactly a fun thing to shoot 40, 80 targets with an 80 some pound bow, especially when you're trying to yank them out of a 3D target. So um, normally I shoot tournaments with an 80, 90 pound bow, but this year uh, I'm going to set that one up to have a little bit more fun. And then, you know, if I was, hunting in cold, super cold weather, like whitetail hunting or whatever, I might shoot that 70-pounder. So I say target, though. It's not really target, though. It's a hunting bow. I have it set up more for shoot 3D. Gotcha. gotcha. Lighter, lighter, a little bit lighter weight arrow and uh, heavier point weight up front. I've got, uh, I was doing some researching for potential guests this weekend. And yeah. I came across something that was pretty interesting. And I think I'm going to write an article on it. And the article I'm going to call something like two companies 
hunters may be sleeping on. Yeah. And those two companies are going to be L.L. Bean and Eddie Bauer. Yeah. Yeah. I know lots of guys use Eddie Bauer for hunting clothes. Do they? Yeah, that, they're, uh, what's it called, they're a scent line or something? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. The pants, though, are definitely not a good fit. They fit funny. Well, if you like skinny things, they fit good. It's very hard, I find, to find a really, like, badass pair of pants. Yeah, should we talk about that today? You want to talk about clothing? Yeah, you want to talk about clothing? We'll talk about clothing. Cause, and here's here's one thing that's really cool, and I'm hoping someone will respond to me from these companies, is the L.L. Bean, and I don't know if you knew this, but they run, like, schools and classes, outdoor school classes, they call them, and they've yeah. got, like, they do adventure trips, kids camps and events, fly fishing, kayaking, stand-up paddleboarding, weekend trips, archery, shooting sports and private lessons, outdoor skills, and snowshoeing. Yeah, no, I did know that, actually. Oh, well then, I guess, fuck, <laughs> you, just, you just know everything. <laughs> no, I just, they promote that, they used to promote that more, I see it more. Um, you know, and the, you know, with L.L. Bean, I don't, the, I would say L.L. Bean a bit more than, uh, um, whatever, uh, Eddie Bauer, the, uh, Eddie Bauer, Eddie Bauer, LLB definitely swayed more towards hunting than Eddie Bauer. Yeah. I, and you know what though, go on to, here's something anyone listening in the show could do. Go to Eddie Bauer and look at their men's upland pants. Yeah. They have a sick looking pair of pants that I may have to try out and do a review on. They're called the uh, Men's Partridge Upland Softshell Pants. They look pretty sick. You know yeah. what would go great with them, Aaron? A flap room? No, a down Kafaru jacket with some briar protection on the sleeves. <laughs> yeah, we will never make down, but synthetic. Ugh. What's that? We will never make down. Okay, synthetic. Synthetic then. Yeah. All right, let's get into this clothing. Let's talk about synthetics. Why synthetic versus down? It's not necessarily uh, only synthetic, you know, or only down. Um, it's So the, the problem with down, even hydrophobic down, is, you know, once it gets wet, it's pretty much useless. Um you know, where with synthetic, you can, uh, you know, get it soaking wet and it's still going to have, it, it, it retains its heat, its value for, it, it still retains heat. Where once down is flat, it's pretty much worthless. So, like, you can get in a synthetic sleeping bag with damp clothes and your body heat will dry them overnight within reason. Where you're dead, you do that with down, it'll just flatten it down. So, you know, there's, it's applicable, you know, if it's like extreme cold weather, down is probably better. You know what I mean? When you get to where it's like 15 or below all the time, but if you're at that, let's say, you know, 25 to 45 degree mark, or it's wet all the time, you know, down is certainly not my favorite, even, uh, you know, hydrophobic down. So 
where synthetic really comes into play is just durability. You know, you can you can beat the shit out of synthetic. You know, the, the negative side to synthetic breaks it down. Uh, you know, or it's uh, you know, with with down, it's durability. That's the big problem. With synthetic, it's a little bit heavier and it doesn't compress as well. So, if you had a high-end 20-degree down bag, you're going to be around two pounds, let's say, or just under. Where really the only good synthetic bag I can speak about is Kephora's, just because I haven't used that many other ones lately, just because when I was testing them, they suck. Um, you know, a 20 degree bag from Kephora, which probably four to six pounds, uh, or excuse me, a synthetic bag from Kephora is four to six pounds heavier, and probably about a third or a little less than a third bigger when you compress it. So it's just different materials, different, you know, different, you know, different canoes for different rivers. Um, no, I mean, it's just sometimes you want to use one, sometimes you want to use the other. So when it comes to clothes, I think there's a lot of good pants out there, but I think there's very few great pants. Yeah. And, you know, the, fu- the funny thing is, is most the best pants, like right now, as you probably noticed, I wear my boots and normal hiking pants to the gym. Yeah. Which, was that about a year ago? That, that to me, cracks <laughs> me up. It wasn't the dog, the fact that you had a dog in the gym that was surprising. It's when I look and I can catch you in the mirror recording and you're wearing basically your hunting clothes to the gym. Yeah, and I, I started doing that about a year ago. I, you know, I used to get all dressed up. I used to dress up. Workout pants or shorts. Sleeveless shirt, shirt, whatever, gym bag, and get to work and change. And I'm like, you know, I don't have time to shower. There's no shower in the gym. Why the hell am I wearing all this workout shit? My pants are flexible. Uh, I might as well get used to wearing boots all the time because I like wearing boots anyway. So I don't always wear, like right now, I have to lay kind of a, um, you know, I guess you'd call it a hiking boot, not really like my normal hiking boot. And I have Piranha Zion pants. Um, you know, somebody commented the other day that Piranha was anti-hunting, which um, maybe it's who you talk to with the company. You know, I have to look at where they invest their money. But Piranha Zion pants, they're like, you know, the average is 69 bucks. They're nylon. Uh, compare that to a hunting line pant, uh, it's probably about half the price or less. They make neutral colors, you know, olive drab, um, you know, kind of a brown color. Great for hunting. And, you know, they're nylon. So nylon's um, a better material than polyester. Um, you know, and then they have a they have spandex or lycra in them. But it's pretty low uh, percentage, which is good. Um, so, like, cool renegade, prana zion, um, you know, that's just a couple pairs that are a good example of uh, a fairly, you know, good good price hiking pants. It, I mean, if you look, at, like when I shot my elk last year with the research, those are hiking pants, right? Like that, that's a product. No, that was a cool, ah, one of the two, whatever it was. Um, when I shot my mule there with Frank, I was wearing cool renegades with the research. Um, you know, I mean, I they're good pants and they're cheap. Um, 
that, you know, now hunting companies have started to sort of follow suit with the whole nylon thing. Sitka, uh, most of their pants this year, you know, nylon. Uh, you know, a lot of the, again, like the, the, the polyester is what generally used in uh, hiking hunting pants. And it's just not as good of a material. It's not to say it's bad. It's just not as good. <laughs> Sorry about the noise. <laughs> that's all right i'm not worried about it i you know i actually got a pair of prana pants about a year ago and mm-hmm. i got them from backcountry.com or somewhere had a sale and i got them and they were so damn tight you could definitely see the outline of my helmet and i was like <laughs> these, these 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 pants are not made for those of us with a big booty yeah i was just gonna say ryan avery hates Chronic ions, but he loves cool renegades. And I will say, like, my non-existent ass fits a bit better in one than the other. I still, you know, with cool renegade, Ryan's got a giant ass, and so they, they work a lot better for him. <laughs> a giant ass with a giant ass. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and that's really a lot kidding, of it, too. What's yeah, that? Um, that's, I mean, that's a good point, you know, fit. I mean, I, I wear the Sierra Raven a ton, and I hunt in the Abisso lights, you know, and there's some cotton on, cotton on them, which is, you know, obviously not great. It's a G1000, I think is what they call it. Um, and how but it's the, really good. How do the Fjall Raven fit? I was watching a, um, I've been watching some, like, canoe packing videos on YouTube. And there's a guy that's got a pretty good series where he does a lot of trips via pack canoe. And I noticed his pants are the Fjall Raven. And I was wondering, you know, how, how do those fit? They fit, I mean, good. I mean, every set fits a little bit, you know, differently. But uh, I would say they're, uh, they're a semi-relaxed fit uh, with the ones that I wear, which is your Kev and the Abyssos. But they fit really well. And if I had to, you know, choose one company's pants, you know, to wear, it would definitely be Fuel Raven. They just, the product's just better, um, great quality, great people. They're pro hunting. Um, yeah, they have a whole hunting you know, line, so, which is really cool. Yeah, they're cool. Um, and, uh, you know, and they fit great. I mean, there's a, there's, you know, I know guys with, you know, giant ghetto asses all the way down to me with no ass at all whatsoever. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a pair for everybody. Um, so they're good. I mean, I haven't hunted in them a ton, mostly because I have um, a Camo. limited amount of clothing. No, uh, you know, I'm a redneck, so I have a limited amount of clothing that I wear to work and a limited amount in woods. I kind of set up, you know, I hike and, uh, you know, train and where to work the, uh, the Fjall Ravens. And then I have a couple set of piranhas and cools that I wear for hunting. You know, they're bloody and dirty and shit or whatever. But, uh, I, out of all the pants I've owned, I think the only ones I haven't ripped the, ripped the crotch out of that just hasn't given up is a pair of rabs. Yeah. And rabs, they're expensive. They're good. Um, you know where I got them? Yeah, right. Huh. Sierra Trading Post. Yeah. 
are they the two colored you know knees are different than them yeah yep. quad yeah what are those called i don't even know honestly i i should find out because they are a great pair of pants and i would highly recommend them yeah and i mean the only problem you run in with some of the more hiking pants depending upon what look you you know want um you know you're gonna get the skinny blue look on some because that's the trend for hikers you know these days or whatever What's the trend? Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans? Uh, they're yeah, they're skinny jeans. Yeah, they're tight. Hold on. Frank, are you going? Hold on. Are you going to work or going back? To the, let the dog out with you. No homo. Tell, tell, tell um, Frank hello. <laughs> I will. He, he's on the rower. We, uh, he slept in a little bit, so I got into the gym a little early. The uh, yeah, but the skinny jean look is, you know, not something I prefer. Skinny jeans just do not look great in my opinion to begin with. Even worse, when you don't have, you have no ass whatsoever. Um, so yeah, but I think that uh, you know when you get down to it, um, people ask me constantly, right? The camo thing people get infatuated with, right? Like matching camo. I literally, yeah, I had I had a, a lady that was wanting a backpack, and um, she I didn't have an infusion, right? I just the model she wanted. We're not going to make fusion anymore, and she said she read an article that fusion um, was the best thing for deer not being able to, you know, see or whatever, which. I'm, I'm sure the article, I mean, I'm sure it's true, um, you know, or, or, or whatever, but this, this, yeah, the, the bottom line is, uh, you know, movement and wind are by far more important than, than anything else. And people get wrapped around this camo thing. And, you know, I'm sure camouflage helps. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I'm sure that camouflage will help at times my point i think or my thing is one on the pants side of things if you find a hunting pant that fits you great right like rub some funk on it it's a, it's a bonus but you don't have to wear camouflage pants for god's sake like if you're on a budget especially and you're you're broke as a joke um don't buy camouflage pants for god's sake go buy salad pants that you can wear around town too um I mean, mm-hmm. I wear, uh, as you've seen, you know, if you're raven, what, 90% of the time, probably? Um, yeah, and if we're promoting cost-effective clothing, skip right over. Fjall raven is not it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just keep head, head right to cool. <laughs> yeah. Head yeah. to cool and head to uh, Piranha. Head to the um, Trading Post and just search men's hiking pants and find one well, in and, color and size that'll fit you for cheap. And I, I was just going to say, Shaw Raven right now, they have on, I don't know if it's Fat Country, I have a look, keeps popping up on my Facebook feed, but, uh, you know, they got them on sale right now for like 89 which that's doable. I mean, you know, for almost anybody. Do they really? 89 is doable. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's on sale, end of the year, clear now. Um, uh, well, I'm going to tell you, I may lose you here in a minute where you got to call me back from going down the mountain. That's um, all right. If I lose you, I'll call you back in, what, five minutes? 
Well, I'll just, yeah, I'll text you because I just got a bad spot there, but you have five minutes to do it or less. Um, you know, so people, but people get wrapped around, you know, is, is, uh, beer day from Kuyu at Subalpine, the fat. You know what the best is? Don't do anything fucking stupid. That's what the best thing to do is. Don't, don't move. Don't move when the deer's looking at you <laughs> yeah. or you think the deer yeah. might be looking at you. You ever notice, and I've seen this before, where like a doe or, I've, I haven't had it happen to me with a buck, but a doe will do the old like fake head bob. Yeah. Like it, like it looks like it's going to go back, start eating, and then immediately looks back up towards you. It's like when it's doing that, I don't care what camo you have on, if you move, you're going to spook that animal. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you get the doe, looks down, looks like she's feeding, but her eyes are up. You know, it gives you the, she's, she's psyching you out, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's happened. I mean, that happens all the time. You know, you start to watch. I mean, even animals around, like the tame animals around the house, you know, you watch them, especially that 600 millimeter lens. They may still be feeding, but their eyes on you, um, you know, seeing what you're doing. And that happens a lot. I mean, I've had that happen a bunch in the tree stands where, um, you know, they're making up. They 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 want you to think they're not looking, but they're waiting for you to move. Oh, 100 percent. Well, and, and so I mean, to me, I think it, for elk, it's a bit more important, um, you know, to wear camo. But like, if you've done your job for the most part, and this isn't always the case, but um, mule deer, sheep, goats, whatever, for bow hunting, they should be. Um, not, you know, you should be shooting them while they're in their bed, and they shouldn't know you're there. They shouldn't know you're there anyway. Uh, the camo isn't isn't as important. Now there is times where it is going to be more important, but I think you know camo. I mean, what's amazing to me, and you don't always have to have this depends on the situation, but you know, you throw all this high dollar camo on, then you don't paint your face or don't wear a face mask. Um, so you know, and I heard Brian and Tim Burnett talk about it, and you know, they don't like painting their face. And that's good. I mean, that's fine. Um, you know, if you wear a mask, obviously the same thing as paint your face. But my point is, is so you got $3,700 worth of high dollar best in the West camo pattern on. And you got this giant ass white spot called your <laughs> face that they look for more than anything. So I get a kick out of it because I'm like, okay, so you're promoting this unbelievable pattern. But there's this giant fucking pumpkin head that screams human that you haven't camouflaged. Now, I'm not saying paint your face, but put a mask on or something, because that pretty much makes the rest of your camo move, like, not not really that effective anymore. Your face is sticking out. And an arm at least looks like a log. A face, it looks like a face, right? Like, like there's no way around it. fucking white bulb out there. My dad actually wants... This was the first year I started hunting, and I I didn't know shit, and I still don't know much. But he we're on the soybean field, and I guess he had gone walking by or something. He goes, you know, you should really do something about covering up that big light bulb on your shoulders. <laughs> He's yeah. like, well, he, I couldn't see anything but just two heads sitting there. <laughs> I was like, yep. And you look in a tree stand, if you're on like a big clear cut, let's say, and you got a guy across from you, that's all you see is their hands and face. Um you know, so I, I obviously, I, I paint my face a, a lot or as much as I can, at least to break up the outline, paint my hands. Um, because, you know, it's all for nothing if you've worn all this super high-end, super cool clothing that's camouflaged with the latest, greatest, super cool hunting pattern. And right. You don't your it's pretty moot at that point because they only need to see one part of you to get scared. Yeah. And, and again, this could be my, you know, 
the tainted side of being the industry, but uh, when I say tainted, meaning, um, you know, I watch guys go on epic battles of who makes the best clothing, who makes the best camel pattern. Um, and then you're totally decked out. You have the same surface or covered. And, and you know huh. what? There's a lot of good camel companies, a few really great pieces of clothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, ones no, that I, are, like, universally loved. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I would say, um, you know, for me, like, uh, there's certain things. I've talked about this a bunch from different, the different clothing manufacturers that I like from each company. Um, you know, that the one thing I will say, um, even though, as I bitched about before, um, it's not exactly like I have a partnership with them because they don't even like my freaking Instagram page, right? Obviously, they hate me, uh, even though I'm wearing their shit. Sick uh, <laughs> is the most, I would say, well-rounded, right? They've got a, they've got a line for everything. Um, you know, they've got the, the waterfowl, the whitetail, the big game. And then in the big game, they've got the two-pack. Um, I would say, you know, looking through the line, they're obviously going to have more because their line's so big. It fits. I mean, you know, it'll fit for whatever, but like their core heavyweight hoodie, I'm a huge uh, fan of. I love that thing. And like the First Light uh, Lano or Chama or Chama hoodie for more of a base layer. That's a great uh, piece I of like, gear. I actually have that yeah, one, and I, I love it. I like those. And, and I'm a big Marino base layer fan. Uh, yeah. You know, from what I found listening to guys that, that are known in the industry that um, don't really promote uh, – merino base layers for the most part they 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 hunt you know they're in and out because mm-hmm. i tell you what uh you wear synthetic on your upper body for more than a day or so and don't wash it it's going to smell like badussy i mean it, it's just there's nowhere around it smells like shit it's horrible smelling um where i wear at least like uh like i wear i got an icebreaker t-shirt uh it's freaking crazy it's 89 t-shirt about shit when i bought it but i've had it for five years now She's getting a little religious. It's pretty holy, so I got to get a new one. But I wear that, and I wear synthetic over the top of it, uh, you know. And but I get every, daily, probably. I mean, getting you know, getting away from archery questions, right? The two main questions I get are supplements and clothing. Um, supplements is an entirely different podcast. Yeah, I'll get supplements. Don't take them. Uh, clothing. Buy shit on Sierra Trading Post. Well, it's like um, I get the question for supplements. Does mountain ops or does wilderness athlete really work? Well, what do you mean? I mean, like, that's a pretty broad question. I mean, does, does pizza work? Well, I was hungry. I ate pizza. I'm not hungry anymore. Shit works like a charm. Um, <laughs> it's killer. Yeah, I mean, and so I think, like, with the supplement thing, not to go into it too much, I don't think what people understand, for example, Protein. We'll have protein, to in my whole, opinion, isn't. We'll have to run a whole different uh, podcast on fucking supplements. Oh yeah, well, because it's like, and I won't go into it too much, but a, if you a higher intake of protein is is proven to speed up the metabolism, and it's also cheaper than buying food with that high of a protein content. But some proteins are spiked, or they have fluff in them, so they're charging you for a higher amount of protein that has fluff in it. So it's a less 
it's, it's a lower grade protein that you get charged more for, meaning if it says 30 grams per scoop, it's not 30 grams of clean protein. Right. And then you get into, you have vegetarian protein and you have animal protein. Anyway, and I can go on and on about this, but does it work? Well, does camouflage patterns work? Well, I don't, I've never been able to talk to an animal fucking ass. I don't know if it works, <laughs> here, here but if go. it makes me feel better. Ready, ready for this? <laughs> I'm going to give a quick <laughs> summation of camouflage and protein in two sentences or a paragraph. Camouflage works until you move and the animal sees you move. Then you're done. Yeah. Protein and yeah. supplements work until you crush pizzas all day and then you're a fucking fat ass. Yeah. Well, and that's the I, I, I think that, I mean, and maybe people are just trying to get me to say something because of the giant supplement war going on right now. Um, you know what I mean? But it's like, if you never took a supplement the rest of your life, but you ate clean, you could arguably say supplements don't work, didn't need them. Um, a lot of people need supplements to help get them pushed over the edge, right? Whether right. it's mental um, you know, it gives them a warm and fuzzy that they're taking it. It gives them that, that push um, or that motivation. Same thing for camel patterns. One of the one of the most lethal and effective hunters and guide outfitters I know hates camo, right? Never worn a piece of camo in his life. Um, he's probably guided, you know, 350 sheep hunters, 250. I don't know. I mean, a lot. And, you know, not a big fan of, of camo. Now, he doesn't bow hunt it. He's a mountain hunter. He doesn't, uh, oh, please, please, please don't come. Um, he's, a, he's a mountain hunter, so it's not as, you know, and he guides a lot of rifle hunters, so it may not be as important. Obviously, he's a tree stand hunter, let's say. But, I mean, he's going to tell you, don't worry about camo, right? So, same thing with supplements. you got three primary body types. You've got the fat kid, you've got the skinny kid, you've got the tarzan. I tell you what, Tarzan's not going to need supplements because Tarzan is naturally buff, kind of guy we all hate. Like, doesn't work out, six-pack abs, you know, doesn't really need to do a whole lot. So it's, it's not mutually exclusive to each person or each situation. You can always change it. So, um, I, I mean, the camo thing, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. If you want to buy camo, hell, I wear it all the time. But you don't have to have it. You don't have to be jacked out in top to bottom the super coolest latest greatest clothing um and you don't have to match believe it or not no you don't there is um, no law out there that says all your camo must perfectly match yeah there is not well if there if there is that law i haven't seen it and i know lots of people are getting tickets this way there is that law yeah what do you got going on this week anything uh exciting fun well, i pick up my girlfriend at the airport today um podcast and then the norm get trying to get some of these new products um into uh production um getting ready for the shows just normal shit nice 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 little weekend any uh you and frank interviewing anyone cool on kafaru cast or what's going on there mm, i'm not 100 percent sure i think we're going to um have uh um, deadly on, um, Levi Morgan's going to come on here pretty soon. Um, some of my buddies up in Canada will probably be on. Hi, Angie. 
everybody say hi to Angie. Hi, Angie. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the plan anyway. It's a nice plan. It's gonna be. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. When's the uh, TSD episode drop? Mm, sometime in the next couple of days. You know, it'll depend on when Nate gets it gets it up and at him. There you go. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah, they were funny. Um, they uh, they're cool guys. They don't. I mean, when you meet them, they're a lot different than people think they would be because of some of the you know shit talking they do online. But they're good dudes. I gotta. I gotta send in a, a shout out here to Aaron C for the nice, nice compliment, nicest compliment uh, I've ever heard, and it's on our shows. And he would not recommend anyone walking around while listening to the show in public because you will be prone to random outbursts of laughter, and people will think you have Tourette's. So. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Jesse's a funny dude. He is a funny guy, and thank you for listening, Aaron, and thank everyone for listening. I'm, of course, running short on time because it's about time for that handoff, but uh, don't forget we have that competition going, the photo competition going. Anybody wants to submit their photo, and uh, it's taken on a camera phone or lesser quality camera, and... uh, it shows what you find most fun about hunting. We've had a lot of great submissions so far. Competition ends the 15th, so you got four days from now, Friday. It's over to uh, get that submitted. You could win a Kafaru Wubi, an Algene bottle, a Adventurous Gentleman hat and T-shirt, and there's also a cool giveaway Kafaru has got going on, right? Kafaru cast, what are you guys doing? We're doing a six-man teepee. Um giving it away on the 15th you just have to go and uh like the kafaru cast page or uh like our you know my social media page of frank uh and you're entered to win oh or leave a re- review on uh, itunes or stitcher podbean or whatever all the different the normal stuff um so yeah and i mean i don't know what a six-man tp is i think it's probably a thousand bucks or something so it's a pretty big giveaway yeah not not free that's for sure ah that's an high quality h2o yep so that's what's going on in my world all right brother well we want to catch up what wednesday thursday sometime in there yeah one of the one of the two days um whatever we'll figure it out obviously since i don't see you're able to get a hold of me whenever yeah i haven't thought of a good whatchamacallit for today so i'll have to figure out something yeah, I'll spin my head on someone's body. Yeah, yeah there I'll you go. The onesie one is pretty good. You got to find the onesie, uh, the onesie picture and put our heads on it. I'll have to find that. 